Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What's going on here? The weekend. The weekend. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Friday. For most people, Friday is just a day before the weekend. I can't wait to the end of the week when I wrap it to the rhythm of a groovy beat. It is Friday. Right? Bad about for dinner on a Friday night. I'm hosting a party on Friday. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. What about Friday? Oh, party, party, Friday. What's today? Friday. on this Friday, it's Bob and Sherry. And a big welcome. It is the Bob and Sherry show with our entire cast. We've got Doc, we have Lamar, we've got Bob and Sherry and Max. If you know a teacher who deserves a vacation, nominate them at bobandsherry.com. They could win a trip for two to Margaritaville Beach Resort in Fort Myers Beach, Florida from Visit Florida. I was just online. Somebody got together a bunch of folks with the question, what was the first R-rated movie you ever saw? I went, huh. I'm going to, while you think about that, I'm going to read some of the replies. The first R-rated, and of course, R-rated doesn't mean just, you know, sexual uh, context. It's also violence. um, Language. What else? Language. Language. Exactly right. Exactly. So here, I'm just going to, I'm going to pop them for you right now. First person, his name is Steve, Animal House. Next one is Strip Tease. This person said, I, I saw Strip Tease with my parents. They told me to just cover, cover my eyes during the nude scenes. <laughs> why, would you ta- why would you take your kid to see Strip Tease? Uh, I mean, oh, my God. American Psycho <laughs> is another one. Uh, Child's Play, the Chucky movie, Child's Play. Oh, Demolition Man, Stripes. I didn't think Stripes was R-rated. I guess, I guess maybe it's it's got some kind of raunchy stuff in it. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, Lethal Weapon, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought I I thought it was so interesting that we just discovered what was it a couple of years ago that that movie was backed by the mob. They had money in it. You know, just like like in The Sopranos, they had money to make that movie. Really? Uh, the, the Omen, Broken Arrow, the movie where uh, Travolta plays a really bad guy. Did you ever see Broken Arrow? It's a strange movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's pretty good. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Predator. The French Connection, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Terminator 2. 
And uh, that was about the list there. So I was thinking, and the best that I can come up with is Apocalypse Now might have been the first R-rated movie that I saw. I can't think of anything Porky. else. Porky's. <laughs> Apocalypse <laughs> Now was the first R-rated movie you saw? That can't be right. That cannot Maybe be not. right. It's, it's the only one I, that, that, if I go way back, that I can remember. Um, I, I that, could be wrong, but I can't come up with anything that was... I mean, you know, when I was a kid, when I was in my early 20s, there were not that... R-rated movies were just coming in. I'm trying to think. I... I have no idea what um, the first R-rated movie that I saw, like that I that I went to, like on my own volition and paid for. Yeah. Or does yeah. it? Or does the one that one that your parents dragged you to count? Although I'm yeah, so thankful any, that any, George and Fran didn't counts. make me go see. Um, <laughs> what should we call it? A striptease. Striptease. <laughs> um, I can my- remember the probably the first R movie that I remember was on TV late at night. My father was working mm-hmm. third shift then and my mom yeah. let me stay up and it was horrific and probably is a big part of why I'm such a freak now. It was, I was maybe seven and it was Bonnie and Clyde with Warren Beatty. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 That is now, even now the, the late night UHF Philly Indie Channel version was obviously, you know, heavily interrupted by commercials and and for all I know maybe edit it somehow but but you couldn't there was no way to show that on TV and get all the the gore out it was right I mean I remember as a kid just like having my eyes bugged right out of my head <laughs> yeah it's a very violent movie it doesn't end well for our couple <laughs> oh wow so bad it's probably a big part I'm telling you it was probably very influential in making me a little freak how about you, Lamar? Can you remember your first R movie? He said Porky's. 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 The great Porky's one, movie. the classic. The yeah. classic. Not, not, the yeah, classic. not those cheap What a truly no. awful movie. Porky. What a truly awful movie. And, and, Could that and, movie and there were be Hilarious. 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 It was funny. Yeah, in it, in its own crude way, it was. That's true. Could, could that movie yeah. uh, get backing and be released today? I don't think it could. No. Do you know that I don't no, think that problem, Animal no. House. I don't think Animal House with the exact same script could get made today. I the only thing I really can remember about Porky's is I think the lead actor. Um, and I know they cast adults to play teenagers, but did you really need a forty-two-year-old man who was losing his hair to play a high school junior? Wasn't that lead actor in Porky's <laughs> that, kind of that was that long was, in the tooth? When 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 they were doing the sequels, you could tell they had receding hairlines. Yeah, it was like these it's are true. these are middle-aged men. Like, what are we doing here? So there they are, and I hope uh, folks listening have their own little memory there. All right, we've got morons in the news. Woo, we got some good ones for you today right around the corner. This is Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. I got to shout out American Airlines for handling a really gruesome situation correctly. And maybe let this be the beginning of the tide turning on airline passengers acting like baboons. Okay. What did they do? Let this, what did they do? Let, let this be the beginning. Let this be the signal that you do not yes. get to act like this on a commercial flight. So an American Airlines flight returned to the gate 
for this reason. A man got on this. The flight was from Phoenix to Austin. Okay. So he boards in Austin and maybe he's been a little bit overserved. People thought that he was definitely upset about something. They described him as audibly disgruntled, maybe hungover, maybe a tough day. Nobody knew. But as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling under his breath. I can't repeat mm-hmm. all of the things he said, but it was mm, this and blah, blah, blah. Um, and after most of the passengers had gotten on the plane, for no reason that I can figure out, the man said very loudly, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And he proceeds to um, share his angry flatulence with the plane. Well, Good people Lord. are, oh, wait, we're just getting started. Mm. People were um, horrified. And then a couple of minutes go by, and now he's laughing, and he very loudly says, yeah, everybody, let's just all eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. So a guy one row over says to him, look, if you don't like it, you can fly private. And the man says, Mr. Gasman says, that's so bleeping rude. And another passenger said, I think you're the rude one here. And now it's really becoming difficult to breathe. And yeah. at that point, a flight attendant approaches the passenger and said, that's enough. The plane, which was taxiing to the runway to take off for Austin, stopped. An announcement comes over the PA system. Ladies and gentlemen, apologies for the interruption. We are returning to the gate. We will give you more info when we have it. The plane turns around and goes back to the gate. Here comes the flight attendant who says to the gassy passenger, sir, you will not be remaining on this flight. And he goes, I don't understand. And she says, we'll be talking about it when you get off the plane. And she stood there (laughs) until he grabbed his bag and then he was marched off the plane. The Good. trip was only the, – the flight delay was just under half an hour, so American Airlines handled it quickly. And the guy, like, was clearly cowed. So I don't understand what happened. The passengers were like, yeah, get out of here, you pig. So I think let this be the beginning of the end of people getting on airplanes and thinking that they have the right to jack up everybody else's day with their loud, rude, obnoxious behavior. Amen. I have, I don't You're know exactly that I have right. ever, I, I fly American a lot because I'm in an American locked airlines airport city. I have mm-hmm. never said, you go American Airlines. <laughs> See, Usually if is- I'm saying, you go American Airlines, to hell is at the end of the steps. But this time it's, <laughs> you go American Airlines, you go. Yeah, that was Listen, the right this call. Is, this is the airline version of, don't make me turn this plane around. Yeah. If I turn yeah, this exactly. plane around, you're getting off this plane. I mean, it was, I, oh, it was, yes, it was awesome. It was awesome. I hope that I'm story, so I mean, we're helping to spread it right here and now. Um, but I hope it really gets out there because that was just, you know, what, what do you have? 200 people that perhaps were, were aware of what went on. But if the story is spread, maybe it'll get through to just obnoxious people who, are bored or, or, you know, there, there are guys out there and, and it's mostly guys that will do something and they, and they, it's amusing to them that they can irritate people. You know, you see them sometimes at parties, you see them tailgating at football games, you know, that guy, and he was one of those guys. But see, this is the he- problem. Those guys are not going to be outraged by that behavior 
it's not going to resonate with them. You can't teach people manners. I'm sorry. If, well, you, that's if true. you don't have manners, this this is not going to teach them. That is this guy, true. This guy wasn't, you know, uh, an insult comic. This guy was angry and rude and aggressive, like all of these people that act out on flights. And you have people on those airplanes that you have this attitude of entitlement, like that everybody right. has to listen to your grievance or whatever you're right. pissed about. But there are people on that plane that are flying to be by a loved one's bedside or a funeral or a wedding or a job interview or a vacation right. that they've saved up for. And you take that from them. Thank you, yep. American yep. Airlines, for t- stopping that plane and turning it around and kicking them off. Round of applause. Yeah. Morons in the News is next. It's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the News is sponsored by Every Plate. Skip the grocery store and save money with Every Plate. Check this out. We never seem to run out. Out of my way, you morons. Morons in the News with Bob and Sherry. Well, a couple of days ago, the Buffalo Wild Wings store had closed late when Justin Carpenter pulled up to the Lawrence, Indiana restaurant about midnight looking for food. Fried pickles, to be exact. In an ill-advised bid to get the kitchen reopened because they had closed, Mr. Carpenter, who's 25 years old, proposed a barter exchange to the employees. He offered drugs to the Buffalo Wild Wings workers in exchange for fried pickles. Carpenter, who was wearing an ankle monitor as the result of a prior drug arrest, (laughs) offered the Buffalo Wild Wings staff marijuana or cocaine or ecstasy, vape cartridges containing THC, and according to the workers interviewed by the cops, he said, if you make us some fried pickles... I'll make it worth it for you. Employees did not take the drugs for pickles trade, and he departed. However, this guy was so out of it, he left three small bags of weed on the restaurant's front counter and told the manager as he was walking out, give those bags to the kids. Police (laughs) found out where he was. He was at a nearby Speedway gas station where they went and took him into custody. Uh, his car turned up with marijuana, cocaine, all, you know, all the Xanax, a whole bunch of other things. He was taken into jail and uh, outfitted with a brand new GPS ankle monitor. I, I don't want to go to jail at all, but I'm not going to jail. As much as I do like fried pickles, I can't go to jail for fried pickles. I just can't. I do like a fried pickle. I like. I do too. (laughs) A school art teacher was arrested after she allegedly was caught on camera blending a heart-stopping poison into her husband's smoothie. The man called authorities, believing that an unexplained illness might have been an intentional act of poisoning. Earlier this month, the man installed a camera in the kitchen and recorded his wife mixing a smoothie with a root-like substance from a bag marked Lily of the Valley. Well, Lily of the Valley is a well-known poisonous flower that can cause great harm to people and animals. Sarah Elizabeth Schaefer, 37, admitted to adding items to the victim's food with the knowledge that it would cause illness or even death. The woman who taught art at Calvary Lutheran High School has been charged with attempted murder and armed criminal action. 
She's been ordered held without bail. The executive director at Calvary Lutheran uh, was stunned by the allegations. She was a beloved teacher and did a wonderful job of growing the art skills of the students. She was a well-loved teacher at our school. Schieffer's father said the accusations came totally out of the blue. It doesn't match my daughter. Uh, She's a well-liked artist and a teacher who volunteers to raise money for third world countries. She's a decent person, Marcus said about his daughter. I don't think she could have done this, but I guess that'll just have to come out at trial. Mm. Whoa. I got to say, folks, and see if you agree with me. If you are at the point that you are surreptitiously videotaping your spouse to see if they're poisoning you, you need to leave anyway. Because I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Trust trust seems to be gone there. In that. Seems yeah. to be and gone. You don't have that, yes. right? Yeah. What do you got? And finally today, family members and friends of Mike Carroll in Overland Park, Texas, were very upset that they could never reach him on the phone. Um, he couldn't come to visit them. They weren't allowed to go visit him. And this went on for a couple of years. And it turns out that Mike Carroll's family and friends couldn't go visit him because he died in 2016 at age 81. But his daughter and son-in-law didn't report the death until 2022. That's six years. Um, His daughter, Lynn, and her husband, Kirk, continued depositing and spending Mike's Social Security and retirement checks as his body became mummified on the bed in the home he owned. They clocked over $216,000 worth of Mike's retirement money. Oh, that is so bad. They are going to jail. This is his daughter. Like, this is her dad. Yeah. And so police, police came to Lynn and Kirk's home and arrested them. And they found Mike's mummified body on the bed in his home. And here's a little thing for anybody that's got this in mind for their own elderly parents. You better hope your mom or dad doesn't have a pacemaker because when they took the pacemaker and pulled the data, they knew exactly how long Mike Carroll had been dead. Wow. So Can nothing say that Kirk uh, said could change that. They may have found a body there. You know what they didn't find in that house? One of those plaques in the kitchen that says "Family is everything." Oh no! Yeah, find yeah. That. that was not yeah. up there. That was not. No up live, there. laugh, love for Kirk no, and Lynn yeah, Ritter. No, that's right. And yeah. poor Mike Carroll. Eventually, you know, it took a while for them to get caught, but eventually, you get caught. You better check if Mamma has a pacemaker before you mama fire. People's movie credit coming up with Mean Girls. It's Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, fun size, and more with the free Bob and Sherry app. I saw a picture of a sign that was outside of a bar somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where. And the sign said, I tried to remarry my ex-wife, but she figured out I was only after my money. Um... <laughs> but, but I saw that. I thought of you. I thought of you, Sherry, because it's it's just the cliche is that's a guy saying that the ex-wife got everything. But I hear Sherry, it goes the other way sometimes. Am I right about that? 
Every once in a while, Bob, it seems to go the other way sometimes. <laughs> you know, if you're in that situation, okay, it didn't work out, and he or she walked away with a lot of what you consider to be your money. Maybe it was both of your money or whatever, but, you know, she got the gold mine, you got the shaft, you know, the old song. Um, I think, based on my experience, the only thing you can really do is say, well, you know, I probably would have spent that money on cocaine and made a, a ruination of my life. You you have to come up with something that just says you would have blown that money otherwise. Or you'll Except go out I of your mind. Have. Except I wouldn't have. See, oh, no, no, you, you got to buy no, you into know the me. fact that you would have. You know me. What would I have spent it on? I would not have spent it on cocaine. Well, then be an actress <laughs> for crying out loud. Make some, I probably would have spent it on Foolishness with other men. I would have uh, paid for a drunken cousin's uh, uh, college or something. Yeah, I, I'm sure I would have blown it on healthcare and an education for my daughters. And who needs that, right? Well, there you oh. are, bringing us down. Bringing us down. Very disappointed in that. Yeah, you got to let that go because that money ain't coming back. You got to. You just got to let it go. You say that's life. You know. Oh, uh, you know. I. You know that. Um. You know, I wish him just well. I just wish him so well. I do. Yeah. Have another. Oh, I know what you have wish. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, this is Bob and Sherry. The People's Movie Critic Review on Bob and Sherry is sponsored by Tide. Washing your clothes with Tide on cold cleans great and provides savings for your wallet and the environment. It's time now for the People's Movie Critic and his review of Mean Girls. May I have everyone's attention, please? We have a new student. Thanks for Kitty. Are you trying to make the rest of us feel dumb? I'm not trying to. It's just happening. Dear God, woman. <laughs> I was really, really, really worried about this. Because there's so many ways this could go wrong. But it didn't. And I don't know why I was concerned. Tina Fey is a genius. Now, it's been 20 years since the original Mean Girls, and they've changed it to match the times. And, and yes, it is like the original, even has some of the exact same lines that were funny then, and they're still funny now. But this is what making a successful sequel is all about, bringing in the same audience that watched it, the original, and capturing an entire new audience for this one that not only enjoys this one, but might be driven to go back and watch the original. I think they accomplished just that. You have to feel good about the movie as soon as it opens with Janice and Damien, played by Auli. Let me say, I'm Auli E. <laughs> Why don't you change your name? Auli E. Caravalo and uh, Jaquel Spivey. Uh, they're singing the intro, and they also serve somewhat as narrators of the movie. Damien is a force in this movie, and he is described by his best friend Janice as almost too gay to function, which is okay as long as she's the one saying it. Uh, I got the immediate feeling that whatever happened, I was going to enjoy these two, and I did. And for anyone who does not know anything about Mean Girls, and please don't raise your hand because it's embarrassing. I mean, surely you don't want anybody to know, okay? But here it is. After being raised in Kenya and being homeschooled, Katie, a teenage girl played by Anguri Rice, comes back to America to attend high school. 
She makes friends with Janice and Damien, who try to help her learn her way around. And then she is noticed by Regina George, played by Renee Rapp. She's the most popular, the most beautiful, most powerful, and most dangerous person in the school. Along with her minions, Gretchen and, and, and Banica, who's played by B.B. Wood and Karen Sheedy. She then learns how high school really works. And it's all done to music and song. It's an hour and 52 minutes. It's rated PG-13. As good as the rest of the cast is, the only, this, this whole movie only works if Regina George character works. She's pivotal to everything. Rachel McAdams invented Regina and made her a legend as a mean girl in the original movie. Renee Rapp was smart enough not to mimic McAdams' version, which was so sweet to your face that you never saw the knife coming until you felt the slightly cooler temperature of the metal blade as it nuzzled its way path into your <laughs> kidney. Okay? Renee Rapp's Regina is a queen bee. She's an intimidating force of nature that you know is going to stab you in the back. But being with her is worth the risk. And all you can think as the loss of blood is making you strangely sleepy as your surroundings <laughs> start to dim ever so slightly is, does she like me? Will she text me later? <laughs> Both actors hit it out of the park, but in two different ways. So Two Reginas, both great, just different. Having Tina Fey and Tim Meadows reprise their roles as staff members, that really worked. And Guri Rice is great, but she does get lost a little bit in the background of some really, really strong performances by the rest of the cast. Any concerns that I had were totally unfounded. In fact, I'm going to go watch the original again. My score on this is five buds. It was fantastic. Oh, wow. I loved it. I loved it. it I great. have not. No I have not seen this version of Mean Girls. So I, I have a question, but also I'm, I'm going to have a comment. The uh, okay. picture of Regina George, the new Regina George, Renee Rapp, is all over the place. I mean, if there's a review yeah. that's online, it's the shot of Regina uh, George and a couple of her minions sitting. Yep. That actress, Renee Rapp, first of all, she's breathtakingly beautiful, but there is something in her demeanor, even in these photographs, that says, this is a dangerous person. She has that look down. (laughs) And I don't know if she was born with that look. We've all seen that look. It's very rare. Every once in a while. And that look that she has, that I will, I will take you down just by looking at you. She has it. She has it uh, absolutely. I tell, I tell you what. I tell you what. Was the was the music any good in the? Because it was good. Music, it was right? yes. It, it wasn't fantastic, but it was good, and it it fit. Yeah. They did a great job. It didn't mess anything up. It was very good. I was watching a interview with Regina. Uh, I mean, not Regina, but with Renee. And they're asking her, they said something about, well, so-and-so on your Instagram, what's your greatest Instagram? And she looks and she goes, you know, I don't even run my Instagram. That's my dad. Like, it Is was just right? so offhand. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I don't yeah. even run my Instagram. I don't even look at it. Yeah. I mean, but that's how she, yeah. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the thing, she's great. She's really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was funny. Very funny. All Laugh right. out loud funny. So what did you give it? What do you give it? Five buds. Five months. Wow. Yep. How 
Girls the Musical. All right, we'll be right back with comedian Carmen Lynch and more. It's Bob and Sherry. Use the Talk Back feature, Talk Back feature. on the free Bob and Sherry app and leave us a message. Go to bobandsherry.com and tell us about a bill you've received that shocked you. We're selecting four winners to pay their bill on their behalf. That's B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. You guys, the coolest thing happened yesterday afternoon. It was about, I don't know, maybe five o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm looking, I'm standing in the kitchen and waiting for, I was making um, Kevin some peach uh peach green tea because he feels that that will help him heal more rapidly and that's fine whatever it takes you know you know how you dudes are you always think that there's a miracle yeah. waiting for you in a supplement yep. or a drink or whatever yeah. so um i'm brewing him up his peach green tea and i'm just kind of staring out the window thinking and i catch something out of the corner of my eye and i look and we have our neighborhood is overrun with deer, like a lot of neighborhoods are. And strangely, like I live in a very like dense urban area, like it's a city, but we have so many trees in our neighborhood and it's landlocked. So we have generations of bovine, wild bovine inbreeding, I think, in this neighborhood. These deer are so kooky. But as I'm standing there and I catch the movement and I'm looking, we have a buck in the neighborhood with a big rack. He, he's behind the garage and he peeks his head out and he looks at me and then he pulls his head back. I'm like, oh, so I'm waiting. Then he peeks his head out again. Then he pulls his head back again. <laughs> so I stand really, really still because, you know, deer have incredible, they, they have incredible vision for movement because, you know, they're prey. So now he sticks his head all the way out and we're staring at each other. And I am not, I kid you not, it was like a cartoon. He nodded at me. And then he walked right out and stood on the like little rise in our driveway directly in front of the kitchen window and posed. So I really slowly took my phone and I got a picture. It's not like super clear because I didn't want to, I didn't want to wait. Right. And it was like, he knew that's what I was doing. It was like, he was like Taylor Swift at the Bills game. He knew that I just wanted to get the picture and then I'd leave him alone. I get the picture I put the phone down. He looks at me again, and then he strolls off and disappears. That was such a cool <laughs> moment. I can't say yeah. with wildlife, because I'm not sure these are actual wild animals that are living in my neighborhood. They're sort of like kind of, they're wildlife adjacent. Like they're kind of wild, but they're not really wild. But to have him like peeking and then pulling his head back and peeking and pulling his head back, <laughs> so I'm all excited. So I go trotting into the living room where my patient is. And I'm like, you're not going to believe this. The buck was playing peekaboo with me. And I got a picture. I show Kevin the picture. He looks at it for a minute and he goes, you know, I think, um, I think maybe you need like a weekend away from taking care of me. <laughs> I think you need to get out of the house. Because you're getting really excited by the small stuff. But I don't think it's a small that's thing. That's no small when you thing. Have, no, you have a moment a with a, a yeah. moment with an animal like that, and it, I just and it did feel like. Now we see deer; they sleep outside. Like if I look out my bathroom window, there's three deer lying down, you know, in the woods on the side of my house. We see them all the time. They have meetings in the driveway. They're they're up and down all around our house all the time. But you don't see the buck very often, and I just felt like. Like he knew I was there and I knew he was there 
and we had ourselves a little moment. And that's a pretty cool thing when it happens. I had a neighbor, the same thing happened to. He's got a house that's off the road by, um, I don't know, 200 and 300 feet. And right in front of his house is a giant boulder. And he decided not to move the boulder. I mean, it's it's pretty big. It's it's about uh, 15 feet by 15 feet. Wow. And, and it's cool. It's cool looking boulder there. And uh, his driveway is to the left of it. And I, I used to, uh, this is my old house. I used to drive by it every day. And so I was talking to him and he said, you won't believe what we saw when we came up. Uh, a buck just like that with the full rack on his head slowly walked on top of the boulder and cast his head high and just stood there. I mean, like mutual looked, of Omaha or something that, or wild exactly, kingdom, right? That was exactly what I was going to say. Just the, he, it, it was like the, the uh, deer said, I know I'm magnificent looking and I know I'm a target, <laughs> but right now I'm going to strike a pose and it's going to be something. He did not I get did. a picture, but I could see it. I did feel like that. Like, and the fact that he would peek and then pull his head back and then peek again, like he was assessing the situation. Usually we have a bunch of does and then in the season they'll have like their babies with them. Oh, right. One of these does had her baby like right almost in our driveway. It was so, this was like two years ago. It was amazing. But the buck was like, I'm here. I want to make sure you see me because I'm looking yeah. good. Would you look yeah. at my rack? Would you look at these antlers? Oh, guys, it was so, so, so cool. All right, straight ahead. Comedian Carmen Lynch. And if you missed the People's Movie Movie Critics review of Mean Girls, you're going to want to see the movie and hear the review. You can find that at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. This is Bob and Sherry. Everyone Needs a Laugh is sponsored by Kohl's. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com today. All right, it's time to hit the clubs, my friends. Everyone needs a laugh. Here is comedian Carmen Lynch. Hello. Hi, I just had a birthday. I'm at that age now where I'm dating both fathers and sons. Which is very, very nice. I prefer men over 40, because they've lost hope. (laughs) They're halfway to death, and they know it. And guys that are in their 20s, they're so full of hopes and dreams. And then you have to explain to them that they're not going to come true. (laughs) I was at a bar the other night, and this man came up to me, and he goes, you're awkwardly hot. What a weird combination of words to put together. Awkwardly hot. How do you even say thank you to awkwardly hot? The the thanks. (laughs) What's awkwardly hot? How much of awkwardly hot is actually hot? Some guys don't explain their compliments. One time this man came up to me and he goes, there's something about you that's sexy. And I was like, what is it? (laughs) And he was like, not that. (laughs) Now I'm dating a guy who's 50. Holy (laughs) I know that's not old, but it's, uh, you know, 50. I didn't even know he was, I forgot he was turning 50. Like I went to his 50th birthday party and I was like, oh my God. 
I can't believe he's almost 100. That's the only number you think of when you hear 50. You don't even think about 60s or 70s or even 51. And now I say all these mean things to him because he's 50. I don't even mean it. Like the other day he came up to me and he was like, please live with me. And I was like, please live. <laughs> and he has really warm skin like all the time. His skin is so warm. So one day I was like, why is your skin always so hot? He's like, I have high blood pressure. <laughs> I was like, I like it. It's cold at night. Let's keep that salt in your diet. <laughs> keep that blood pressure nice and high. We'll save money at blankets. What happens at 51? Do your eyes glow in the dark? That would be convenient, because he pees like 12 times in the middle of the night. <laughs> and he snores. What are you supposed to do when they snore? I think you're supposed to, like, roll them off the bed and... <laughs> down the stairs and into traffic. <laughs> He's so loud and he sleep talks. <laughs> so many things. One time he had a conversation in the middle of the night all by himself. He farted and then he went, uh-huh. <laughs> That's an entire conversation. I'm like, why am I even here? Why are we together? You're doing fine by yourself. I'm such a light sleeper. I hate that. I hear everything at night, snoring, farting, ISIS, everything. I hate that. I, I hate those people who sleep all night. They always show off. They're like, I can sleep through anything. You know what? You're going to die in a fire. And I'm going to watch because I'll be up. I like to read quotes at night when I can't sleep, you know, to just help me relax. Like I read, um, love like you've never been hurt. That one's stupid. Um, what's the other one? Eat like nobody's watching. <laughs> I think it's eat. No, it's dance. No, it's dance. No, it's dance like you don't need the money. That's what it is. <laughs> I went to the West Coast. No one's in therapy. No one reads quotes. They just hike when they don't feel good. They're like, I don't feel right. I need to hike. And then they just hike up a mountain, and if they still feel like crap, they jump. <laughs> I went to South Carolina recently. I was on a horse and carriage ride, my very first one. And they sat me right behind the horse's butt. So I was looking at it. And then this man came up to the horse. And he lifted up the tail. And he jammed a stick about that long. There you go. Yes, right into the horse's butt. And I was like, oh my god. Is this how you start the horse? And he's like, no, this is a thermometer. We have to take the temperature of the horse so we know he's okay to go on the tour. And I was like, all right. Well, I'm on a tour, too. Do you have anything smaller? I'm Carmen Lynch. Thanks so much. Carmen Lynch. Carmen Lynch.
funny. Oh, no God. relation. Oh yeah. We'll get that posted up at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Click the menu tab. Look for Everyone Needs a Laugh. And don't forget, if you slept through or missed the People's Movie Critic just a little bit ago, you can find Lamar's review there, too. This is Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. I have two helpful things I stumbled upon in the last week. The first helpful thing, if you have a dog and the dog freaks out when there's thunder or a big barometric change, we, we've tried everything with Finn and he just sits there and shakes. He can feel the storm coming on. Well, Mary bought one of those weighted blankets. It's 15 pounds. And the thunder started about two weeks ago. And she said, up on the bed. And he got up on the bed and he's shaking like crazy. She just said, I'm going to try this. And she put the weighted blanket on him. Instantly, he calmed down. Now, I don't know if it would work for your dog, but he totally calmed down. The storm passed and he was okay. I highly recommend that. The other thing, people in the travel industry who uh, give you airplane tips, evidently wearing red during air travel results in better service from the airline staff and security personnel. It's referred to, it's a phenomenon referred to as the red dress effect, and it's supported by various studies that suggest red clothing makes both men and women appear more attractive, powerful, and dominant. And um, it goes beyond, it goes beyond clothing. There's a thing called the red nail theory, that if you're a woman and you have red nails, it will lead to more dates. I believe that. My wife just came back about two days ago from uh, getting a manicure, and she never wears bright red uh, nails polish. She wore it, and I immediately said I love that. It attracted to me. It attracted me just like that. So, heads up, if you're going to be flying, you got a red jacket or a red shirt or a dress or whatever, put it on. They see you right away. They're going to be nicer to you, and they're going to pay attention to you, too. Plus, the red nail polish is, like, really sexy. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry, go. If you have not discovered British retiree Frank Watkinson sitting with his guitar and playing songs, you... I'm so excited for you because your first time discovering Frank Watkinson is a very special time indeed. We take you down the rabbit hole with this British man who is now going to sing Wicked Game. The world was on fire and no one could save me but you. And it's strange what desire will make foolish people do And I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you And I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody like you No, I to fall in love No, I don't want to fall in love 
wicked game you play to make me feel this way. What a wicked thing to do to let me dream of you. What a wicked thing to say you never felt this way. What a wicked thing to do to make me dream of you. And I don't want to fall in love. No, I don't want to fall in The world was on fire and no one could save me but you And it's strange what desire will make foolish people do And I never dreamed that I'd love somebody like you I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody like you. No, I don't want to fall in love. No, I don't want to fall in love with you. with you this world is only gonna break your heart and die this world is only gonna break your heart and die this world is only gonna break your heart and Nobody loves no one. It's always been such a haunting song, and that was mm. that was so interesting because without the additional instrumentation behind uh, his guitar and his voice, the purity of the lyrics and the subtlety of the melody really pop out. It um, it's haunting when you totally. hear it, it. There's so much heartbreak in his voice and in his. Uh, this guy, he's just like a, he's blown up on. He's blown up on YouTube. He's amazing. Really good um, for him. He yeah, apologizes for not being able to hit the high notes that Chris Isaac can hit, but Chris Isaac is a young man telling right. you this story. Frank right. Watkinson just told you it from the other side of the divide. Right. Exactly. 
exactly. It's a whole different it's, kind of heartbreak. This is very reminiscent of Johnny Cash doing the song Hurt. Hurt, yeah. yeah. It, had the yeah. Same, it has Slay. the same kind of effect. You're right. Slay. Yeah. So we're going to post this up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook, and I'm going to apologize to you in advance for the hours that you're about to lose at work watching Frank Watkinson cover people's songs. It's amazing. All right, coming up, the phone that is using AI with your photos. Now, it's kind of awesome, but it's also just a little bit Black Mirror. It's Bob and Cher. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Cherry app. So we subscribe to People Magazine, and I get um, email alerts from people. And a lot of times I just kind of scroll through it, and it's like it, what you would expect. It's not really news. But there was um, there was a headline that caught my attention, and it was about Sofia Vergara and mm-hmm. her now ex-husband, Joe, uh, what what is his last name? It's right on the tip of my tongue. Man, Mangianello. A, yeah, that's Man, it. Yeah. So they they were such a beautiful couple and they seemed so, so very happy. And then seemingly out of the blue, they split up. Do you remember? It wasn't all that long ago. Oh, like yeah, everything right. was great. And then your news feed was like, shock divorce, Sof- Sofia Vergara. Well, um, she gave an interview to um, a Spanish newspaper and here's what she had to say. I'm just going to re- I'm just going to read this to you because I don't think I've ever in my life seen a celebrity be so honest and sound like a regular person, okay? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, here we yeah. go. She said that she and her husband were not on the same page when it came to expanding their family, and that's the the difference between them that ultimately led to their divorce last July. She said, quote, my marriage broke up because my husband was younger. He wanted to have kids and I didn't want to be an old mom. I feel it's not fair to the baby. I respect whoever does it, but that's not for me anymore. And then she talked about her son, Manolo, that she has with her ex-husband. She said, I had a son at 19. He's 32 now and I'm ready to be a grandmother, not a mother. So if love comes along for me, he has to come with his own children. Then she said, Look, I'm almost in menopause. It's the natural way of things. When my son becomes a dad, let him bring the baby to me for a while, and then I'll give it back to him and go on with my life. That's what I have to do. That's what I want to do. And as two people that loved and cared for each other very much, this was the decision we made, and um, you know, I wish him well. And she's moved on, and he's moved on. He's apparently um, found someone else, and he's in a relationship. And, and she said, hey, it is what it is. This is who I am. This is where I am. And this is what I want. And my, I, I almost dropped my phone when I read it um, last night. Because I was is like, real. God, that is, that is so real, girl. That is mm-hmm. so yeah. real. I mean, so how much younger was, was else, he? How much, how much younger she was, was he? She's 51 and he's 47. So it's not okay. this huge age difference, but he doesn't, he never had children. And I guess, you know, he wants them. And that's perfectly yeah. fair. And she and, and let's didn't. let's just be real. As a man, you can be a father, and you don't have to go through everything that women go through with pregnancies. So uh, I understand what she's saying. Well, not just no, get- not just that, but you can, as a man, you can be eighty and and um, impregnate a woman. But like no yeah, eighty-year-old I mean. woman, yeah, no, no eighty-year-old woman no. biologically. I get it. Like who loves babies more than I do? 
But the thought of having one 24-7. I was just over with my uh, grandchildren, and they are wonderful. They are fantastic. And I love it when she squeals, and I love it when he grabs my nose and won't stop grabbing my nose, even if I ask him to grab. And I like to take him out for an ice cream where he gets an ice cream pop, and then he wants half of my ice cream, and then still would like to have more ice cream. And I have to tell him, but I, I, I love all of that, but I guess Sophia is saying, and then I can hand them back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, if I had to go through everything with, with the parent meetings and the pickups on, uh, what was that thing on Friday nights? Friday night. Uh, Middle craziness. school madness. Middle, Middle school, school madness. madness. <laughs> oh, my God. The worst. The worst. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. I think most people are prepared for it one time. I have such admiration for grandparents who maybe their kids, um, something uh, negative has happened and they're having trouble raising their kids and they turn them over to the grandparents and the grandparents just embrace them, take them in. And uh, oh, we're going to yeah. do what we have to do for, you know, as long as we have to do it. Those people are really special. I think yeah. about um, I think about my grandmother taking yeah. in me, my two brothers and my cousin. Like my grandmother had two children and she raised all their children. And it and we were not babies when we went to live with my grandmother. It was worse. Right. We were middle school and teenagers. And, uh, right. Like what a nightmare that mm. must have been. And yet she did it. And I'm so thankful that my life turned out that way and that I had her powerful influence on me. And and you do what you have to do. Right. Like if they all showed up at your door, you you would do what you have to do. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But most people will. Most, most people, people will do what they have to do. But um, for a celebrity, and Sofia Vergara is not just a celebrity. She is a bombshell, idealized sex symbol. And when for she her was to say, on that show, when she was on that show, was the, she was the highest paid woman in television. Yeah. For her to say, hey, I'm nearly in menopause. It's the natural order of things. I, I want to be a grandmother, not a mother. My exactly. God, talk about, for Hollywood, yeah. profiles in courage. Get it, girl. <laughs> that was amazing. All right, straight ahead. The AI is here, and it's going to be in your phone. And let's see what you think about that when it comes to your family photos next. It's Bob and Sherry. Can You Believe This is sponsored by BritBox. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Cherry's. I believe this shit. Can I believe this I've been thinking almost obsessively about something I saw during the Chiefs and Bills game, which, yes, I watched from beginning to end. <laughs> I did too. I am now a massive uh, fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, as all Swifties are, right? So, and Kevin, he kept saying, well, we can change the channel. Excuse you, this is a very good game and it's very tight. And I'm very invested <laughs> in the Chiefs winning this game. I was pulling so, for Buffalo. Go ahead. So something that I saw, um, I can't stop thinking about it. It was a TV commercial for the Google Pixel 8 Pro phone. It's a phone that has um, AI in the camera, and it has a feature called Best Take. Do any of you guys remember seeing that commercial, or did you go to the bathroom during that? Because here's, here's how it works. And on the one hand, it's awesome, 
And on the other hand, I feel kind of some ways about it that are not so awesome. So you're, you take a, a bunch of pictures. Let's, let's say it's um, family birthday dinner. And you take a bunch of pictures at everybody at the table. And you've got six pictures. And some people look good in one, and then they have their eyes closed in the other. Everybody's right. smiling in this one, but grandma is chewing. Right. So you don't have one good picture where everybody is looking at the camera yeah. and smiling, mm -hmm. except now you do because the AI inside the Google Pixel 8 Pro camera phone will let you choose all the best versions and then it turns it into one photo where everyone is smiling and looking at the camera. Oh, wow. Everyone looks good. Wow. It's this called is crazy. It's called Best Take. So um, you can go through all of your group pictures, find the faces, and Best Take lets you replace each face that's jacked up with that person's most camera-ready um, facial expression. And it, a bunch of tech writers have been reviewing this phone online, and they're all saying, this is um, amazing. Now, so, like, I think that's so cool because don't we all have photos like that where you go, oh, this would be just such a perfect picture if only, you know, the baby wasn't screaming or if only grandma had been looking at the camera. We've all, we all know what that feels like. But then there's this weird thing about that, artif it's artificial, right? Right. So, and it's yeah, it like, what difference does it make? What, right? What, you got a really nice family picture and best take doesn't destroy the photos where, you know, grandma's eyes were closed and the baby was screaming. Um, and when you look at the metadata on a best take photograph, you can see like a little number and a dash that shows you that this is a best take AI image and not the original. So, you know, like it's not really deceptive. It's kind of convenient and helpful, but on the other hand, there's something a little bit black mirror about it. Or is that just me? Well, I think uh, no. for people who are purists, I think uh, they're going to say that's not what really the photograph was. However, how many people are now sending, uh, putting out on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever, pictures of themselves where they have no pores on their face? Those people are not going to have a problem with it being semi-photoshopped. Yeah, that's right. I don't think here. anybody, I don't think anybody's going to have a problem with it being semi-photoshopped. It's just, and I, and I don't want generations of human beings to have blurry, weird, orangey, yellow baby pictures. Like, like there's no call for that. There's just something yeah. a little bit unsettling about the idea that the photo, you, the family photo was all like, I guess, photoshopped. But then you would say, well, what's the difference between this and Photoshop? This is easier than Photoshop. And anybody can do this just by tapping the phone. I don't know why it gave me such a weird feeling that I've been I, thinking I have, about it. I have an idea because I feel the same way. I feel the same way. If you were trying to get a perfect photo, you know, for the Christmas card or whatever, and the baby's screaming or the teenage kid is rolling his eyes, I, you know, this would be helpful. Otherwise, you got to hire a photographer and, you know, I hope you do. They need the, they need the work, too. But um, if you are looking for the capturing of a real moment, 
you know in the back of your head that that is not it. That is, that is several different moments that have been melded together. There's something about the capturing of that moment. It was 100% real. That is different. Another question. Another question. Is this going to mean that that picture you took that you wanted to be perfect, but the kid was crying or somebody else was doing something, and you had to take that picture, and down the road, this was sort of cool because that happened? Is this going to do away with that? Is every picture now going to be perfect? That's exactly right. And that yeah. is not right. If every picture is perfect, you're right. Yep. It, it lacks a little bit of humanity then, doesn't it? See, yeah. A picture shouldn't be perfect all the time because even Bob can't be perfect all the time. Thank you. Right? Even there Bob you needs go. a break from yeah. it. Yeah, That's as right. we learned earlier this Thank week. You. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, for me, it's a little bit Black Mirror, but for you, it might be... Yeah. Just the coolest innovation ever. We'll get it posted up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. You can check it out. It's Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Well, everybody wants to uh, get in shape, right? It's the new year. I have a new way for you to get into shape. I just read about it in the New York Times. It was put together in Los Angeles by a 42-year-old guy whose name is Mr. Lee, Alex Lee. And it is Clown cardio that's right you go to the studio with mr lee you walk in you don't have a big rubber nose or anything like that big red nose but you can jump they, they start the music and they have all different types a lot of it's disco and you with people you don't even know are jumping around acting as stupid and as silly as you care to be there is a dodgeball uh non-competitive dodgeball you're just throwing balls at other people there's running, there's jumping. Um, you can jump into like a pile of uh, balls. Uh, you can act really silly, make silly sounds. And you don't know any of the people who are there unless you're bringing your friend around with you to clown cardio. I personally could only do it if it were with people that <laughs> I did not know and will never see again. And there were no phones allowed for photographs. But boy, oh boy, I wish we had clown cardio for the days that my wife is not working and her friends are not available. Because she'll be singing, she'll be, you know, grabbing the dog, chasing me, hiding behind corners to uh, scare me. I would like to be able to say, Mayor, Mayor, you need to go to, go to clown cardio. You need to go to clown cardio right now. How about you? Would you go to uh, clown cardio, Sharon? Not for a second, but I can see how it would be great exercise that would make you happy, for sure. Why yeah. wouldn't you go? I'm not going to any cardio, Bob. I'm not going to clown cardio. Oh, well, I'm not going go. to chicken wing cardio. I'm, I'm not going to chipmunk cardio. I'm not going to Travis Kelsey cardio. I'm, I'm not going to cardio. Never ask a question unless you know the answer. There you go. I do, okay. I do other things, but I'm not it's, doing that one. Right. It's uh, starting in L.A., so you know it's going to be coming your way. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry Podcast. A little earlier in the show, Sherry was detailing this article in People Magazine that was granted by Sofia Vergara. And she opened up about why her marriage ended. And it was interesting because she basically said, I'm married to a slightly younger man. She's, what, 51? And he all of a sudden said, I'd like to have children. And I have no interest at 51 
having children. And so we just looked at each other and said, well, good luck to you. Uh, I like you. I've enjoyed being with you, but we both have to move along. And I admire both of them, just like, just like you said. Sophia Vergara has probably been a, bo- a sex bombshell since she was in her teens because she was a teenage model and they used her with bathing suit ads. And then she became an actress and a spokesperson and again a model. I mean, she has been under the microscope as the sexiest thing in heels for years and years and years. And I think, you know, she's smart enough to look back and say, you know, at one point, you got to say, I'm moving on to a different part in my life. That's maturity. That is maturity on her part. And I admire her for that. I was thinking, because, you know, I, I read this and was like, that is so real. And thank you for being so honest. Um, you don't know when you meet a person always that this is someone you're going to end up married to. So you're you're Joe Manginello, I think that's how he says his name. And you meet, they were married seven years, you guys. That was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, you know, you meet, it's Sophia Vergara, it's Gloria for Modern Family, my God. And you hit it off and you go out a few times and now you're seeing each other and now it's getting more and more serious. And here you are, right? This idea that, well, he had no business dating an older woman if he knew he wanted children. I don't think that's fair. I think that all of us as human beings, we man, we make all kinds of crazy deals in our heads. So that we can have what we want and have our cake. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit. I I don't think that was fair. If at that moment when he was first courting her, he knew in the back of his mind that he wanted to have children, because you know we're we're looking at it a very soft way. They both you know enjoyed being with each other, and they both say good luck to you. We're going to go our separate ways, but very often what happens is. You're wasting seven years of somebody else's life. You know, you're, you're well, making you, long you're assuming, plans. You're assuming. You're right. You're, you're assuming. He. I mean, at this point in his, a lot of guys. Listen, when I first started dating my wife, I'm like, if you would have out of bet you a million dollars, I'm not getting married, and I'm certainly not getting married to a woman that has two small children when mine are in college. Ain't I had the same happened. situation. Ain't I know what you're talking happened. about. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we dated and we dated for a few years. And then finally I'm like, dang it. I'm in. I can't. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was in. I was in. <laughs> she I was got in. me. She yeah, got me. She got, yeah. And they got me. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so, yeah. you know, but had you asked, see, I didn't start dating her. No, you know, I mean, and I was up front, you know, but. My mind changed. My feelings changed. My thought process changed. My life changed. It could have happened to him. Could have. Yeah, but the, no. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. The big difference. You and I already had children. What I'm saying is, if this guy, at the moment he started dating her, in the back of his mind said, "I would like to have children someday," but I think you don't know that's he did. Disingenuous. You don't know, did, you you don't don't know, know that. Did. And no, when I they don't. first I'm started just, dating, when they first yeah, started yes. dating, Sofia Vergara was like 40. And so if he thought, maybe I want kids, maybe I don't, I don't know yet. There was still a pretty significant runway, especially for people with access to like fertility resources. I I think, I mean, in a perfect world, Bob, but you want to tell me one time in your life, 
where you have put your rational brain in charge of making decisions for your romantic life? Because I just well, don't I think am, it happens. I am discounted in that area as an anomaly of stupidity. Okay. <laughs> maybe, so. you should, maybe you should give other people some grace, you know, because we're just human. We're just human. Yeah. And at no time did she say, I told him from the beginning, no. That's not what she said. She said no, that as the years went on and their relationship went on, he more and more wanted children. And it was just too late at that point. I, I'm not even being specific about Sofia Vergara and her ex-husband. I'm just saying, if you know as a guy that you are going to want children and you're dating a woman who is past that in her life, I think you need to address that or it's unfair to her. It's unfair to you, you too. Now, if it just happens, yes. then, you know, life is messy. Life is messy. And men sometimes discover that they would like to have children later in, in their life. Not every guy says, I'm 26 and I want to have a family. You know, some, they don't want that for a while. And then all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and says, yeah. uh, I'd like to have kids. So, I mean, life is messy, right? Life is messy. Yeah. I just yeah. love how real she was about it. You know, yeah. it, it was refreshing and kind of right on brand for Sofia Vergara. Mm -hmm. uh, we got your Zippy Zodiac coming up. It's Bob and Sherry. Here's Bob and Sherry with Charlie King and the Zippy Zodiac. All right, Charlie, break down the next week for us. Let's start with Aries. So Aries, this is a good week to handle any necessary negotiations. Your strength of independence supports you in standing your ground. And as a reward for doing so, you come face to face with an opportunity that's actually been hiding in plain sight. For Taurus, your appetite for new adventures is becoming insatiable. And if something's been swept under the carpet, preventing you from satisfying that hunger, you'll find yourself motivated to address it this week. Gemini, partners, either business or pleasure partners, will be in a very pleasant, agreeable mood, making this a great time to suggest an idea that you've been holding back and you'll receive a supportive, resounding yes. I'm moving on up, moving on up. I'm on it. I'm on it. I feel good. Cancer. For cancer, bringing some fascinating and captivating people into your life this week you could develop friendships that will become more and more important to your future progress and actually help you in obtaining your wildest dreams mm, okay. for leo leo's this week a big task or duty that you've just completed or fulfilled is great it's now out the way and opportunities based on that show up. But before jumping into the next all-consuming activity, make sure to give yourself time to relax and socialize. Here we go, Virgo. I'm here. Virgo. I love this one for Virgo this week. Your motto should be to shock and awe, particularly with some kind of fresh start that others are going to say is very unexpected coming from you. This is about taking the weirdest, most unusual and strange approach to your future. And that will actually put you steadier on your feet than you could have imagined. My new motto is shock and awe. <laughs> <laughs> my, my old motto was, I'm shocked by y'all. You know, so that's a, big, that's a big change for me. I'm so all excited. Right, all right. So for Libra this week, it's a flirty week where you turn up the charm to full capacity. So feel free to dress your absolute best, even if you're just running errands. 
and self-indulgence gets the thumbs up too so you might justify a little bit of a shopping spree to yourself but you may hide it from someone who seems a little bit grumpy okay all right scorpio max Mm. Scorpio this week could set an incredible example to your peers and connections because despite the bush that you've recently been dragged through, you are still an absolute model of excellence. So try and embrace this by using your voice and sharing your influence. Um, so, so this could be an example of what not to do. Is that possible? <laughs> Polarity says yes. It's either or. <laughs> uh, not surprised. <laughs> You could get Sagittarius. Lucky. Sagittarius, go ahead. Sagittarius, this week, if you've fallen into a rut, this is the week to get out of it. So switch up your routines, your schedule, your lifestyle, and even your diet, and choose the biggest and scariest change in true Sagittarius fashion, and you'll feel very fulfilled. And Capricorn. Capricorn, this week, you'll need to brainstorm on a promising project that's kind of been hanging around in the background because you're handling some, let's call them unexpected twists and turns. But you're doing so confidently thanks to your grit and your determination. So what, what's one more task to the list? It's just that this oh. one could propel your career to new heights. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> sure that's going to come true. How about Aquarius? (laughs) Aquarius, an invitation to something that you can't attend initially seems upsetting, but there will be blessings that come out of a situation that seems like a complete mess. You won't see them immediately, but you will see them eventually. And Pisces. Pisces, a vivid dream this week is meant to serve as a nudge for you to do something. But make sure to jump on a search engine and decode these symbols to find out what they mean first. Please don't take them too literally or things could get a little bit weird. All right. Well, I am really excited to see what shock and awe is going to bring <laughs> us. That's right. I'm getting a t-shirt. That's Bob, Doc, and Heather. I mean, yeah. we got some shock and awe Virgo energy in this program right. this That's week, right. Charlie. Thank you so much. We're going to get that posted up at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. And, of course, we'll link it on over to our Facebook. Charlie, have a great weekend. Shock and awe. Checking out. It's Bob and Sherry. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. We're just kind of having a silly day today. What sounds can you make with your body? Sherry wanted to get really heavy, you know. With some, what, what was it you wanted to talk about? I couldn't even understand it. We're it still going to do it. It's it this whole heavy. idea. It's this whole idea of what? people using cheating as a way to break up. They want to break up, but they let their bodies do what their hearts. So they know that they're going to get caught eventually, or something bad's going to happen, and that's what. And that's that, why and they, they know it. Yeah. Right. We'll do that another day, right. but we've got David here who can sound like a Wookiee, and I'm so excited about meeting you, David. Any kind of sound you can make using any part of your body, um, what does it take to sound like a Wookiee, David? All right, what it takes is it just takes a lot of skill. Right. Okay? Right. This isn't an easy task. All right. All right? All right. Um, I guess I'll tell you how I figured out how to do it in the first place. Yes. Uh, I, was, I was about eight years old. And I was with my friend Jeff on Halloween, mm-hmm. and there was a family in front of us while we were walking, you know, trick-or-treating, and uh, right. they were all dressed up as Star Wars and all that, and so my friend Jeff tried to do the Wookiee noise, but right. he couldn't do it very good, so 
I tried it, and, you know, I just kept practicing it and practicing it, and then eventually I got pretty good at it. Um, have you had success with women being able to do this, like you're at a bar and there's a woman you would like to meet, and you say, hey, I can do a Wookiee sound? I'm actually 18, but my oh. girlfriend loves Sorry. it. Your, your girlfriend your does? girlfriend loves it. That was one question that, you know, perhaps I should have given a little more forethought. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah at God. the school dance, he, yeah, he yeah, picks up women have, like that. Yeah. I have done it in the school cafeteria before. Yes. And I got it really loud. Yeah. And the entire cafeteria got quiet and looked over. Very impressive. This right. is cool gotta stuff. Hear it. Gotta hear it, David. Right, Ladies and go. gentlemen, David, 18 years old with the Wookiee sound. All right. Again. That is excellent. That is, That's that outstanding, is really David. really outstanding, yes. I can see. The Wookiee yeah. seems really pleased at that moment. Yeah. And your girlfriend likes it, huh? Oh, yeah, she loves it. There's a mournful quality to a Wookiee sound that's, that that's David the captures. Subtlety. That's why he's good. Yeah. That's exactly yep. right. What uh, Are you going to be going out in the workforce now, David, or going to college or what? Um, I haven't ever failed high school. I just have a late birthday. It's in November. I'm still in my last semester of high school right now. Understand. Very good. And what yep. will you do once you graduate? Um, I'll probably end up going to community college or maybe a university and then end up joining the Army. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Right, you got and a that, plan. That Wookiee will go with him wherever he goes That's around like the world. That's like an icebreaker that will help you make friends. Yes. It will. Yes. Yeah. David, we like you. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right, pal. That's what we're talking about. You're right. He captured the mournful sound of the Wookiee. That's the difference between good and great. Yeah, exactly. A because, cartoonish version would not work. Yeah, I mean anybody could get close, yes. but that mournful mm-hmm. undertone in the Wookiee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kelly's joining us right now. Good morning, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. What are you able to make a sound with? Well, I know you've waited all week to hear this, but I can simulate a cat chucking a furball. Oh, this is fantastic. All right. Are you a cat owner yourself? I've been cat owners many, many years, and I had a roommate one time who had a cat who chose my room Uh as her furball depository. Ugh. That's disgusting. As a payback for being woken up so many times with the actual Uh real McCoy, um, I snuck into her room Uh on occasion, and I would awaken her. Uh-huh. With the 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 glorious sound of a cat chucking a fur ball. You know what? Uh, guys what always couple- fantasize that girls, when they when they live together, are having pajama uh, fights it's in their not, pajamas yeah. with pillows. But this what is a, what they're actually doing. What a couple of pranksters you two are. Yeah. So um, let's get out of the way so that Kelly can do a cat chucking a fur ball. All right. That is exactly right, and I know from experience. I know. You know that what's was dead so on. great about it? Don't you think Todd it? has a cat, too? That's exactly what it what's sounds What's great like. about it is you can hear the gagging sound as yes. the cat is trying to yes. move the fur yeah, ball the fur up ball its... Goes, yeah. The fur ball goes out, it comes in, it goes out. It comes yeah, I, 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 I really don't think we need to have a visual on it, but uh, Finally. thank you, Kelly, so much. <laughs> People, hug yeah. your cats. <laughs> yeah, very good. Kelly, thank you so much, and you have a great new year, okay? Hug your cats and yeah. skip your breakfast. Ooh.
Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. When you do a radio show like Bob and Sherry, a lot of things come across our desks that say, this will help you to run faster if you want to be a runner. This will help your golf swing if you do this. This sort of food will give you more energy. You know, and some of them you embrace at least to tell your audience. And then you find out later on that, you know, it's it's really not anything at all. It's just this vitamin does not work or whatever it is. Well, I picked out one food that I started embracing about a year ago pretty regularly. And I keep seeing positive things about this food. And now I read this article about it on CNBC. And here is the headline. The holy grail of longevity foods this doctor eats every day. It protects you like a suit of armor. As a longevity researcher and regenerative medicine doctor, I have spent more than 20 years helping people develop healthy habits and living longer. His name is Dr. Neil Polvin. Blueberries are one of the foods I eat every day to promote longevity. They are tasty low in calories, and filled with vitamins and antioxidants that protect your body from infection like a suit of armor. They strengthen your cells. Antioxidants help defend healthy cells. Blueberries have a lot of that in them. They are great for your eyesight. They help with muscle recovery. And the list is going on. They boost boost your brain health. Blueberries just like I was hoping, evidently are the way to go. I found a brand that is very, very good because sometimes with blueberries, you know, you buy them, they're so expensive, you get them home and they're mushy. Now you got to take them back or whatever. You got to get the right brand and you got to eat them every day. What do you think about that? Oh, by the way, they, they also reduce inflammation. You know, the best way to get the best blueberries and you never Tell have me. to worry about them going bad is to buy frozen blueberries. I thought about doing that. Yeah. I'm going to try that. They're cheaper. I'm going to try that. They never yeah. go bad. They're right. flash you know, you know frozen the at the moment they're picked. Yeah. yeah. Best way to eat them is covered in chocolate, though. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I think you're defeating right, that's something man, there. <laughs> that's what's going to sell it more than anything else for our audience. It's Bob and Sherry. Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast, and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.